Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie. Now, let's uh, turn our attention uh, to what happened 30 years ago today on the 19th of July 1991 when uh, Tom Oliver was murdered by the IRA. As you've been hearing, uh, a separate independent investigation by policeman John Butcher believes uh, there is new evidence and it is hoped that there will be a breakthrough in the investigation into the murder of uh, Tom Oliver. We're joined by local Sinn Féin TD, Rory Omuraku. Uh, a very good morning to you, and thank you indeed uh, for joining us on uh, the programme uh, this morning. Do you expect there will be justice for the Oliver family? Well, uh, I suppose the Oliver family are like an awful lot of other families when you look at uh, the entire conflict and the legacy of it. And I suppose this is the reason why Sinn Féin signed up to the Stormont House Agreement, and it was to provide, I suppose, modalities and means by which people could achieve two things, truth and justice. And we all accept that justice is different from different families. And there are families that will obviously look at uh, a means of prosecution and all the rest of it. And we're also talking about an investigation at the moment that's been carried out by John Boucher. This is obviously part of Operation Canova that relates to the alleged agent Steakknife. Uh, and I know that there were difficulties in relation to some of the cases in the north that fell apart. But the fact is, everybody's except is thinking this is a this is an investigation that will obviously be impacted and possibly closed by um, the imposition of an amnesty um, by the British government, which will obviously be about not literally dealing with the issues of uh, collusion and the operation of agents and and all them other issues and obviously state killings. So so that's where we are now at the minute. Obviously, it sounds like new evidence has been arrived at. I have no doubt that, um, and I, I think there's reasonable cooperation north and south. So I, I can only imagine that all this information and evidence will be chased down at, at every end, which is what I would have assumed would have happened uh, at every stage in, in relation to this case. But the thing is, there's a family here that obviously feel not only that they don't have truth, but they haven't had, you know, an element of justice. And here, like, our, our hearts go out with them. Uh, you know what I mean? This is 30 years ago um, when some of us look on it, but for them, it's something they've been living consistently, constantly with for 30 years. Do you think that a British amnesty will apply to crimes that are being investigated in this jurisdiction? Well, I imagine British legislation will have no impact in relation to what the Garda Shia Connor are going to do. But like this information has arisen by a visit, a visit uh, and an interview with the media by John Boucher, 
who obviously is carrying out an investigation, you know, on the part of the British government in relation to those cases that relate to Operation Canova and Steak Knife. He's also who is looking into the killing of Seamus Ludlow and um, some of the, obviously, actions of the Glenanang and others. I imagine all this stuff is up in the air in relation to uh, a British, uh, in relation to an amnesty for state forces and beyond, you know. I'm not sure I understand why. I mean, will he not give that information to Angarda Shiakana? No, I, I, I have no doubt that he will. But I mean, his investigation, obviously, I am okay. at this point in time, it seems that he's a lead in relation to that. That will obviously be impacted on it. But again, we don't know what the ins and outs of this, like the British government keep talking about this and whatever, but nobody has seen legislation on what exactly this is going to look like. Mm. But the assumption is if somebody tells you two or three times what they're going to do, you have to take an element of trust that what they're talking about is introducing an amnesty across the board. Okay, uh, well, you support the IRA war uh, against uh, the occupation of uh, this country. Uh, I think that's an accurate way of reflecting your views. Um, Do you think this was a war crime? I'm not going to get into individual acts in relation to what's a war crime. What we have said before is this was unjustified. I find it very difficult when you break it down into individual actions. I supported the IRA's right to carry out an armed struggle. I said this armed struggle was based on the fact that we were an occupied country, that people were treated as second-class mm. citizens in the north, that the, that a Brit, that when okay, the British well, well, and beyond no, no, that, no, there was an no, absolute no, failure. No, no, by no, no, the no, 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 no. In fairness, now there's no point. I mean, the family mm. would be listening to this, so there's no point in waffling on for. Uh, an awful long time saying it was unjustified or whatever. You, you don't believe it was a war crime, I think, is the answer to the question, or we'll take it to mean that. Um, a, a week after Tom Oliver's killing, or just under a week after, on Fublet, uh published a story about it uh, under the headline IRA executes informer. The IRA has a duty to protect its organisation, its volunteers, and the backup provided by its supporters. Tom Oliver's death was due to his willingness to act as an agent for the Dublin government special branch. Uh, do you believe uh, that the IRA killed him before because he was a, an informer and that it, it had a right to do that uh, and that it was right of them to do that? Well, I believe we're getting into a case where I don't have the, the information that would be required to make a determination. There is a narrative from the family that Tom Oliver wasn't an informer and obviously accusations were made by the IRA and others at the time that he was. I can't make a determination on that. I am not. Uh, I don't have the skill set. Well, you can tell us that. You can tell us that Seamus Ludlow wasn't a member of the IRA, can't you? Seamus you know, and that, and that he was murdered, and that that was uh, a war crime. And but, but uh, who's claiming that? There's nobody claiming that Tom Oliver was a member of the IRA. What's being claimed is no. that, the, From what I see, is that Tom Oliver. The question is no. The, the, the point is the, the point is that Sinn Fein representatives over the years have been able to make definitive statements about Seamus Ludlow, uh, and are not able to be as definitive when it, it comes to Tom Oliver. Uh, things like uh, it being unjust and uh, it was wrong, and things happened during conflicts and so on. Are, are, are what people have heard from Sinn Féin in relation to Tom Oliver. But there hasn't been a, a, a outright a condemnation of it as killing as a murder, as a war crime. No, but we've said is absolutely it was unjustified. On that basis, it should not have happened. That, that, that is what is being said. Why was, it, really- why was it unjustified? 
it's unjustified because a family was left without, um, obviously, what was left, a family lost their father. It was an, you know, it was a situation. Look, I have heard Republicans say, and I'm not that I've ever spoken to anyone in relation like that in relation to the in relation to the to the issue greatly. But I've heard Republicans say, when you look back in relation to the conflict in very general terms, there's an awful lot of things that shouldn't have happened and that didn't necessarily, even from Republican terms, serve a purpose. So the, Just, I, so the IRA shouldn't have killed informers? Let's be clear. Over the history, the IRA's history, and I'm going back to my great-grandfather's time, the IRA did kill informers. It was the nature of the war that was mm. fought. You killed your, yeah, it was a war that was fought largely against your neighbours. So, so the IRA was justified in killing informers? What I'm saying is the IRA would have killed informers on the basis of that's how it protected its organisation. what I'm asking that's you... That's the way it was. What I'm asking you, though, is was it justifiable to kill informers in order to protect the organisation? I think if you were to ask the IRA, which you are not, that the IRA would state that yes, it was, that they had no choice but to protect itself from informers that they had to deal with informers. Okay, so if the IRA believed that Tom Oliver was an informer, was his killing not justifiable from a nationalist perspective, from a Republican perspective? Look, I'm not going to add more pain onto the family of Tom Oliver in relation to this. The fact is... It's very, is it's a, very easy, no, though, to no, turn no, no, around Michael, and say... Michael, Michael, yes, but I, let's, let's be clear. There's a disputed narrative. First of all, they say ah, okay. he wasn't an informer. Yeah. Right. That's, that's straightforward. We know there are particular issues with this particular agent uh, steak knife. We know that there certainly would have been information that would have been passed to state forces and non-state actors that wouldn't necessarily be correct. We are unsure in relation to all this information. See if there's information that John Boucher has, that the Gardaí have at this point in time, it needs to be investigated. I'm not going to add more pain to a family who've been through a huge amount of pain. Look, we all know the way that guerrilla war was conducted in Ireland. We know that informers were killed. We know all that happened. We're talking about a very specific case at this stage where there is an absolutely disputed narrative and I'm not going to add to anybody's pain and I don't see any point in me doing that. Well, you know that the family will be looking for Sinn Féin to make comment on it uh, and while you're here uh, and talking to us now, they'll be listening to you saying, well, why didn't he answer that last question? Here's what I'm saying. I am saying that what we have supported in latter years is the fact that there should be a means to bring about yeah. justice for this family, that they well, that, we, that justice can look differently. And see, on that basis, that's where an investigation be, can be carried out, and that's where that's a, the family can get closure. That, and that's the important thing. That's that, what we're talking that's about. That's not a legacy. clear statement. We don't understand. I think it's true to say that people don't understand what is meant when you say justice. Uh, the thing here seems to be what you're saying to me is that maybe a mistake was made. Maybe he wasn't an informer. And if he wasn't an informer, then he shouldn't have been shot. But we don't know if that's the case. And if he was an informer, he should have been shot. That's the way I'm interpreting what I'm hearing this morning. Well, I'll go a step beyond that. You know what I mean? Because there are varying levels of informer. In most cases, what people understand as being an informer is a member of the IRA who 
and there's two elements to this. There's obviously people that broke under interrogation, which is different, which can happen, particularly if you're talking about the 70s and 80s, where people would have been obviously under severe pressure at that stage in time. And then there are people who are operational agents who carried it out for their own personal gripes or people who literally joined organizations because they were provided with money. Mm. What we are talking about is a different situation here. And I don't know the ins and outs of even what the accusation is in relation well, to well, how disinforming happened. But well, let me so, remind you. Let me remind you. He found a barrel of guns and he told the guards. Is that what you'd consider to be an informer? Well, that's the information that you have at this point in time. See, on that basis, what you're talking about is, and here I'm going to be clear, how once, and here, I don't make determinations into this, and we're talking about something that happened 30 years ago when I was in school, right? But, so, what you're, what the... So the accusation here is that he was a, a once-off informer, for the once of a better term. I might have my own view in relation to what someone should do in that situation. But even from an, an organization like the IRA's point of view, the damage is done. You have done that. Um, you know what I mean? It's a different kettle of fish when you're dealing with someone who's a consistent, well, was it agent. Was it treacherous? Because... The IRA, well, the IRA also claimed that he was somebody who assisted them, that he provided sheds to store weapons and explosives, and that over a six-year period while he was doing that, he was also giving information to the guards uh, that led to, to arrests. Well, we are now into a different conversation and a different narrative that, again, I have no information in relation to. You heard all that and before, you, though. Did, no, you, did you not no, hear all that before? No. Well, I, I have heard many things, and it depends what book you read. The family dispute this entire scenario. In that basis, then that's, mm. that person is somewhat more involved in the Republican. But this struggle. is, but this that, is believed. That, that this is, is not. True. So well, you want me to give an answer of something? No, 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 like, no. It's not hypothetical. It's actually, actually, it's not hypothetical at all because that's how it was reported in 1991, six days after Tom Oliver's death in on Foblacht. That was what the IRA believed at the time. So it's not hypothetical. It may be wrong because maybe the IRA were mistaken and maybe they made a mistake or several mistakes about this man. Uh, but I suppose they're the questions. But Michael, see, at that stage, you need to interview someone who would have a bit more information than me in relation to it, who can make a determination because you're asking me to either take... I, what I am saying is I have no information in relation to whether the family are correct in the in what did they say in the fact that Tom Oliver was in no way an informer. I don't know whether Tom Oliver found weapons and provided that information to the Gardaí. Okay. I don't know whether Tom Oliver was a long-term but look at, saying, but look an at asset the, or a resource but, of the But look at, look at this for a moment. I haven't read a number of books. Okay, but don't, don't mind the books. No, that, no, no. Don't, no don't no, mind no. the books that you read. Just, just for a second, for the people listening to us who are saying, Sinn Féin Louth would have known the members of the IRA Louth and north of the border in Cross Midland or whatever in Armagh. Uh, and surely be to God, Sinn Féin Louth still uh, has connections with IRA Louth and can get this information and can assist the family, can assist the Gardaí or whoever, uh, if they believe that that investigation is warranted. What Sinn Féin have agreed to and agreed in the Stormont House Agreement, which wasn't, has never been enacted, was the fact that mod- modalities... Our protocols would be set up and means by which family could seek justice. And that justice included prosecutorial uh, justice through the courts. So on that basis, that only works 
um, in the sense that you have evidence and that people provide that evidence and, and that information. And look, what we have here and what we're speaking about is the fact that John Boucher states that there now is evidence, which I have no doubt that police forces north and south are going to follow through. Now, the difficulty you have is in relation to, to the amnesty. And, and the question on how that is going to impact on this particular investigation. Well, it may not and, impact and, on a guard investigation. And any guard investigation will look at uh, the volunteers, the soldiers, uh, those uh, who are responsible directly, but also those under whose command they acted. I take it you agree with and, that. And, 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 yeah, and, and let's be clear, because you're talking about Sinn Féin as if, uh, as if we have a huge amount of information in relation to this. I am not aware of anyone within the Sinn Féin organisation who has any information in relation to this. I imagine anybody who was involved in this and other acts were probably quite circumspect in who they provided information on that for. Do I foresee that there's a huge information that's going to come forward from sources out there in the community know, but I'm unaware of that. Mm, well, and, they were able to write, and, and the fact is... They were able to write a press release or, or write the story themselves or whatever way it appeared in public. I mean, you know, they're not that removed. The IRA was able to speak for itself and did so. The IRA is now off the scene, no longer exists. So that's not a question. And the fact is, what we always wanted from a Republican point of view, but obviously we had to negotiate with others, was a truth and reconciliation type scenario where people could get full access to truth and justice. Um, But obviously there were other people that wanted different things. We had come up with obviously a solution in Stormont House Agreement that we believed provided a sufficient amount of means of people finding truth and justice, whatever that meant, because from a victim point of view, But what we're now looking at is an amnesty, which is really about protecting state forces, which is really about Britain not admitting to its dirty war. And that includes probably dealing with the likes of agents, not only in loyalists who would have carried out killings on their behalf. It also relates to the likes of steak knife. And I imagine some of the information that's provided by these particular agents isn't necessarily 100 percent trustworthy. Okay, we'll leave it there. Thank you indeed, as always, for joining us on the programme uh, this morning. Sinn Féin TD for Loud and East Mead, Rory Murakou. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colours, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.